You're listening to FamCast, the For All Mankind podcast, with your hosts, the competitive spirit, Trey Simpson, our own devil's advocate, Tim Weber, and the hopelessly optimistic, Trevor Jorgensen. This is FamCast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to FamCast. This is episode 69. 69. 69. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, on this 69th episode in the middle of January, we, well, I, I should say I had a, I had a pretty fun weekend. Uh, oh, good. Just got, Happy you did. Yeah, thank you. I just got back from PAX South. Uh, pretty fun time. Got hands on with some uh, indie games. Played some tabletop games. Hung out with some cool friends. Katie Beth J was with us on the uh, on the adventure. By us, I mean me, I guess. Um, hung out with uh, Doritos and uh, Anna, which was really cool. Um, it was a it was a good time. I know Trey went last year. and We got to get hands on with Resident Evil Two, like right before it came out, which was awesome. Got those sweet zombie shirts. Um, yeah, missed you guys. Wish uh, wish we all could have gone, but there's uh, two more packs this year. We'll see what the uh, the rest of the year holds. Got a, I don't I don't know how much you guys saw. There's a uh, game called Garden Story there that was pretty sweet. I saw your photo. Yeah, it's uh, it's like a little I don't know how to describe it. it kind of plays like uh, like a top down Legend of Zelda. Um, get different items. Talk to. And talk we all to know Andrews. how Trevor likes that. Yeah. I, I do love my top-down Zelda games. Solve puzzles. So that was a, that was a fun time. Um, Boyfriend Dungeon was there. Streets of Rage 4 was there. I know. I um, that's so bad. Oh, yeah. It, it looks sweet, dude. I, you would definitely like it. Um, there was another one there uh, by Tiny Build that I thought Tim would really like. Um, I think it was Hellpoint. Um, Doritos actually got to play that, and um, he described it as Dead Space meets Dark Souls. Mm, you text me about that. Yeah, which uh, seemed like a pretty cool uh, it mixture. It me. Because I, I definitely missed it, uh, Dead Space. Dead Space 1 was phenomenal. Dead Space 2 was okay. Dead Space 3 was actually a lot better than people made it out to be. Just because there was so much customization to your weapons you could do. Like, yeah. I, I mean, it wasn't so much scary. Like, it was definitely more action-y than scary by that point. But... It was a lot of fun, so I had yeah. no problem with it. I loved it. Yeah, I, I definitely loved 3. Ah, uh, Dead Space. Fun fact, I actually played through, uh, I believe, 1 and 2 with uh, Zach the Ogre, like years oh. ago. Now, when you say played through, you mean you hand made sure that he played while you watched because you were too scared? Uh, no, I actually, uh, actually played through those. Like we, like we, What? Like, I'm pretty sure we, I don't know if we just like passed the controller back and forth or what, but yeah. I'm cool. impressed. I actually did... Um, achievement videos uh for dead space one or two i don't remember which one it was wow. cmy coalition wow yeah <laughs> back when wow. this was this was like pre-fam like when we we had like three different iterations of fam over the past what 15 years <laughs> that it just was it was never the right time um but yeah <laughs> anyways i just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about uh pack south because it was it was really fun Gear, uh, Gearbox had a, a little um, party there. They called it a, a GBX, not to be confused with GDX, because uh, oh, I kept I calling it. it. I kept calling it that all weekend. Um, but uh, Randy Pitchford's wife was there, and she was like, "Yeah, we want this to be the first of many." Um, so it sounds like they're going to try and do a bunch of these like 
uh, at a couple other events throughout the year. So it'd be cool to cool. see what else Gearbox has in store. Yeah. They didn't like show off anything. They just like gave out free stuff. Um, they had PCs at, at this bar. Good music. It was, it was pretty cool. Maybe look yeah. at Famcon. Who knows? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll put them on the invite list. World exclusive. We'll see if they make the cut. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, so, yeah. Um, that's PAX South. It was a good time. I, next up, we've got uh, potentially PAX East. I think we still have to talk through that. So, we, we might go there. I think there are some, uh, some rooms still available at the Hotel Connecting, which Boston in February, that's really the only way I'd want to go. I don't want to walk outside at all. It's so cool. That's a valid point. That's a very good point. I didn't even think about like, that. That's an extremely good point. Like, it was terrible enough in March, and they moved it up an entire month. Like, that, <laughs> that's just going to be awful. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, wanted to uh, dive into uh, two topics tonight. Um, one of them we we've kind of uh, we we kind of got news about right after our last podcast um, was the uh, the Pokemon expansions. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we'll we'll kind of kick things off with that because that was really exciting news. As as you guys know, uh, the three of us have been super into uh, Sword and Shield, especially Tim, the uh, the gym leader himself. That's we even have our own gym challenge. I'm sure you guys, um, if you watch the stream, you might have seen it already uh, every other Friday. Tim has challengers come in, uh, try and win a real uh, fam gym badge. Uh, they actually turned out pretty sweet. Uh, we've been mailing some of those out to the uh, the winners. Um, but yeah, really exciting news. Uh, they announced the Pokemon Direct. Um, we got the news that morning, and I don't know if any of us really expected uh, an expansion pass. Um, I. What uh, what what uh, what did you guys think of the uh, the expansion pass news? I'll just kind of open it up to uh, to you guys because I've been rambling for five minutes. I mean, I so I don't want to say I was I was expecting it, right? I don't want to be like, oh, well, I predicted this. <laughs> yeah, no, because I didn't. But I knew it was possible, right? So yeah. I knew it was something that could be done just because of the generation of games that we have compared to what we yeah. had prior, right? So I'm not like, oh my god, surprised by it. But I'm happy about it. Like, uh, yeah, pleasantly surprised. Like very, we know that their yeah. their their DLC's kind of been on the the rise the past couple years mm -hmm. to where before DLC wasn't really Nintendo's thing. But you know, with with Smash Brothers and even in Breath of the Wild getting DLC, I think they're starting to to get into it more to expand the life of their games. Um, so I, I agree, pleasantly surprised. What about you, yeah. Trey? Um, I think I had called it our pre. Like our, our Pokédex, like the National Dex podcast that we had, like a little bit of a section of one of the podcasts that we had. I'm pretty sure I, I had called it on that. I was like, I'm pretty sure they're gonna have DLC of some kind. Like they did it with Smash Brothers, they did it with Splatoon, they did it with Arms. It's like it would be dumb of them not to do it with Pokemon, right? And, and then when the whole National Dex thing came came around. I was like, shut up, everybody! It's called DLC. Like it's gonna happen. Like there's no way. That's but Trey, happen. now they're making me pay thirty dollars to get more Pokemons. You don't. You don't have to pay the thirty dollars. You can just trade with people. But Trey, I thought that was trade. That, that's a pretty. That's a pretty good point, actually. So the uh, to to go into maybe we should go over the details first of what the the Let's DLC was. Let's go over just, the details. So um, just in case people aren't aware, so you pay thirty dollars, um, and you get two expansion passes. Two. Two. Uh, one comes out in June, which is June. Uh, what's that one? Not even six months away. 
Yeah, the Isle of Armor, uh, only yeah about five months away, and then the other one coming out this fall, which is the Crown Tundra. Crown Tundra. Yeah. yeah. Um, so two DLC packs for thirty bucks, um, and it's per version. So if you uh, have both sword and shield, you have to pay the uh, the thirty dollars twice because you own two. Okay, games, let which... me hang on before you confuse people. You're, so yep. what he means by that is you don't have to pay sixty dollars to get both expansion correct if you're one of those people who own both games for the sake of owning both games and you want that expansion on both of your games you have to pay the expansion twice because the expansion says shield expansion sword expansion but yep. if you're like myself and you only have shield i need to pay the 30 dollars one time and that gets me both dlcs exactly so you're not paying sixty dollars it's not each one of those dlcs isn't thirty dollars each one's only like on that at that point 15 yeah, and you're getting them both for that thirty. It's the way I I get why Nintendo did it the way they did it, but I can also see people people have been confused. I've seen people. It, on it's very all, confusing. All, they're just like, what is that? no, it's yeah. Just, it's just if you play one game solely, which most people do, you're yeah. paying thirty bucks. You get both DLCs. If you would and, just read, dang, wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, it is. like, uh, like Trey was. What they uh, say, if you listen to what they're saying, it makes sense. It, yeah, but it, it can definitely be confusing since there's two there's two versions of the pass and then there's two expansions within that pass. Um, yeah, it can it can definitely get a little mixed up. Um, but but Trey mentioned a, a cool feature with the expansion passes. You actually don't have to buy the passes to take advantage of the uh, the new Pokemon in right. the in said passes. So you can s- still not pay any money and get the two hundred plus Pokemon that they're adding uh, from the the national decks. Um, not all of them have been announced, but a few of them. Uh, like Trey's favorite, uh, Nido King has been. Nido uh, King is coming back. Uh, Garchomp, oh, yeah. one of Tim's favorites. Yes, Garchomp is coming back. <gasps> and Metagross, one of my favorites. Metagross. So everyone's kind of got something to uh, to look forward to there. Um, the best and a part bunch is of I get Volcarona in June. I have to wait till yeah. fall to get Metagross to get Garchomp, but I get Volcarona in which. Which, for those of you who don't know who Volcarona is, she's a, it's a little, it's, a, it's like, it's a, a really fat firefly, more or less. Like, it's a, it's a fire bug, Moth but it, bug just thing. like Cinescorch is, right? Yeah. But better than Cinescorch. Agreed. So, I'm super excited. I, I use Volcarona a lot, and I use Garchomp a lot. Okay, now listen, I'm not like one of those people who's like, oh, I like to use the meta all the time, but I like Garchomp. Garchomp was just a badass. Garchomp yeah. came out, I'm just like, that motherfucker's a badass. Anyway, ended up being a, like one of the biggest badasses ever. Tim only uses uh, pseudo legendaries in his teams because oh, yes, he, uh, he he just wants to win easy. That is so. that is one hundred percent. Be be ready for uh, for those Friday uh, battles, guys. Literally the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, go, going back to to the the point of all that, um, you don't have to pay anything. You can still take advantage of the new Pokemon. So all the uh, the national uh, uh, decks people out there, if you. St- for whatever reason, you don't feel that you need to spend more money on this game. Fine. If you you can still get all the Pokemon that uh, you wanted in the first place, yep. just like you asked for, and that's and that's it. So let's talk about what could have been the alternate route that apparently everybody's always been fine with for the past ten years, and they mm. never complain about it. And actually, they get excited for it, but this was too much. So keep in mind, past generations have done black and white two, uh, 
what crystal was it? ultra sun ultra moon crystal yellow uh, emerald yellow sap sap not sapphire uh emerald emerald um like and you're paying full price for that game that literally does nothing but tweak a couple things here and there, right? Like realistically, I think did well. Emerald added a, like Raquaza, right? Like you couldn't get him without Emerald. I can't. You remember. could. You could. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So it was, yeah, it was. Um, you usually for all of these, they you play through the same campaign with like yep. m- like minor story tweaks, tweaks, right? Um, and you might have new Pokemon added that that weren't available previously. Um, and maybe some additional in-game content, but right. Um, that that's but pretty you paid much it. Sixty or you paid what? What are games? What are those games? What are forty? Well, yeah, it depends on bucks. on which ones we're talking about. Right. But, pro- so, but you forty paid for the handhelds. Full price for what that game was for essentially almost no additional content. Like there was some tweaks, some things here and there, but people were like, "Yeah, this is great. Can't wait. Going to do it." And, and now, a new save file. And a new like, save file. You're not yeah. you're not yes. like picking up where you left off. You're yes. starting the same game you just played, which don't get me wrong. As a kid, I loved Yellow and Crystal. Right. Uh, it was fun to go through those games again, but now I'm like, I've already gone through this campaign. I don't really want to do it again. Right. I already put my hundred hours into this. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so now Pokemon comes out. And it's like, hey, look. So we're gonna give you two hundred plus more Pokemon. We're going to knock down the price by half of what a full game costs. We're going to actually add two completely additional content areas and things to do on top of you're going to be able to continue your save file so you don't have to restart. How do you guys feel? And what do fans do? Boo. Boo. No, we don't want it. Boo. And I'm just yeah. sitting there like, you, you know, know what, Nintendo? It's okay. We love you. We get it. Just give it to us. We accept it. We appreciate <laughs> right. it. We will 100% support this. I, I almost feel like it's it's kind of a, um, it, it's kind of become the norm to, uh, like, I, I feel like if this was announced, um, you know, a couple of years ago, it, w- it wouldn't have gotten the same negative reaction. Mm. Not saying that everyone has a negative reaction, but, um, you know, th- those negative voices definitely tend to drown out the positive ones. 100%. Um, even when they are the minority, right? Like there, yeah. there could only be ten percent of Pokemon players that feel negative about it, but those are the the loudest voices normally. Because everybody um, else is satisfied and not complaining. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is awesome. Fun. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Yep. So I, I don't know, man. I I don't know if it's just you know the way that social media is to where people or just have such easy access to voice their opinions. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like just for that. 100%. It, you just get that instant satisfaction of. Um, or I, satisfaction, I say, um, but of just upsetting people or venting your your emotions. I don't know what it is, man, but it definitely seems like it's kind of the new norm. So essentially what we have here is people who are mad about the national decks are Getting trying what to find... <laughs> Nintendo's trying to help them out and be like, okay, we got more stuff coming to you. But the people that are upset about the national decks want to pick... So. I went through this exact same thing with Fallout 76. I'm talking identical thing with Fallout 76 to where people who don't like it, whether they understand what it is or not, whether they understand what they're even talking about or not, people who don't like it will be on there complaining about it. There are people who don't like Fallout 76 who literally anytime there's a post about it, go in there and say trash game. 
don't buy yeah. it. And they yeah. don't even play the game. I and mean, they've done this. It's been out for almost a y- over a year now. And they're still doing it. Yeah. And you're just like, why are you wasting your time, right? But they do it because they feel so strongly about their stupid opinion that they have that <laughs> they're just like – that they're just like, I want to take anything that seems even slightly negative that I can turn into a negative even more and just blow it out of proportion. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what we have. And it's like this uh, this horde mentality, right? To where like once yeah, once oh, they see gosh. like enough people say it, they're like, oh, well, I should believe that now. Right. I'm be- right. Be- Clearly. Because people on Reddit are saying that. Well, that must be the right opinion since multiple people are saying it. So that that's my opinion, even though I haven't played the game. Meanwhile, here I am playing Fallout 76, having just a grand old time, sitting over here playing Pokemon, having just a grand old time. <laughs> like, pff, whatever, people. I don't know. Do you still My play 76? Uh, I have actually not. So Wastelanders is coming out shortly, yeah. and I will definitely jump back into it once Wastelanders comes out. But I have really been getting the itch to nice. go back for a bit. Because they had a pretty solid uh, um, roadmap, didn't they, for yeah. content? They did. And... Uh, Nuke was it winter nuclear winter was really mm-hmm. fun. Uh, it was their it was their uh, BR game and it was really fun. Like yeah. for a BR game, it's a blast. Yeah. Uh, I remember they, you playing that at E3. Yeah, I do. <laughs> just was like so go, good. we just kept going back in line to. We play did because I wanted to keep playing. It was a good time. <laughs> um, and the only thing that kind of killed Battle uh, Nuclear Winter for me, and I know they've tweaked it, and I haven't played it since then, but they had a perk in there called Frog Legs, and it was it was kind of. It was really bad because, like, you could just jump super high. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you have these people halo jumping everywhere. And if you don't have that perk, which takes, like, nine agility to have, you're Uh, not. And they're just, like, jumping. And you're just like, well, okay. Yeah, the frog leg. But meanwhile, this isn't about 76. Yeah. I I love it. Sorry, I was just interested. No, uh, yeah. I I do. I definitely have that itch to go back 100%. But onto the Pokemon news. Like I'm completely satisfied. My thought with this is we get this to me opens up more ideas in terms of this. And I'm not going to say I don't have concerns or or thoughts, but like one, this opens up a way that you can see them easily adding other regions back into the game in the future if they decided to. Right. So we can go back to Hoenn. We can go back to Johto and like, it could just happen on our same save file. Like that. Right. My concern. And here's my legitimate concern is I have, well, I have a lot of Pokemon at max level. Yeah. How do you keep it? How do you keep it fresh and challenging challenging. for someone like me to go do so? And now these two DLCs open up. Okay, so I go here. I I feel like Nintendo should know that there's going to be people with max level, especially by the time these come out. How do you keep that fresh and challenging for someone who has them at max level? Is it just going to be, okay, everyone's at max level. Now it's at light levels. (laughs) <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to prestige in Pokemon. Yeah. Well, isn't they, uh, they kind of did that already with like the wild area. It's like as you're leveling up, you kind of saw the progression of the Pokemon in the wild area kind of get more and more. Correct. Right? Or more Correct. Tight. Correct. Like once you beat the game, they're all 60. Like yeah. everything in the wild area all the way down to a freaking whatever cutie fly is 60. Yeah. yeah. So actually, you've got Trevor, this hard cap. idea. Yeah. The, it's the interesting with this hard. Idea. I would yeah. imagine they would do some, maybe like some kind of scaling to where it's like, okay, we read that a majority of your Pokemon are level 100. We'll scale 
things up to a hundred or something like that. And that and see that would work, right? So if they yeah. just make everything in these DLCs level one hundred, that would work. I know that would suck, kind of, but at the same time, like you have to think every battle you go into, you're not just gonna run them over, right? You better make sure you have your typing and you have a plan for your team. Because yeah. think of the battle tower. Have you guys played the battle tower and the AI in the battle tower? This is no. not easy. No. Those yeah. battle tower AIs they are really strong. So maybe they don't do that. Maybe for battles in these DLCs, it's just, just like when you're doing battle tower stuff, like, hey, just so you know, your Pokemon are going to be ranked down to level 50 for the sake of competition here. Like yeah. battle tower stuff is not simple. You got to have your A game a lot of the times. It's sort so of like while, they, you're, I mean, while you're out in the wild or while you're doing stuff, maybe it'll it'll scale everything down to 50. Like how you're saying, like yeah. about tower rules go. Yeah. And, I, and I they haven't like talked about one. it. Like we don't know, but... Mm -hmm. I'm sure yeah. we'll find out as time goes. I'm sure. I I mean, I guess worst case scenario, I go in there, run everything over, and just get the Pokemon I want. I'm not necessarily <laughs> right. upset about that. And then you just keep on your competitive grind. The, like yeah. Oh, maybe you were about to talk about it. Uh, maybe we'll we'll see. Yeah, um, I I was gonna bring up one of the uh, the new features in uh okay. from this expansion pass, which yeah. might be one of the ones I'm most excited for. Yeah. Um, is the co-op. Uh, yes. co-op dungeons or raids, yes. whatever you want to call them. Um, they, the way that they described it and I, I could be wrong and, and correct me if you know something else, but they made it seem like you're going into raids like normal, but you're, you're kind of doing more than just taking on one Pokemon and then you're done. That's what it sounded like. Like, I, I don't know if there's there potential for maybe co-op puzzles. Um, maybe, uh, some like multi battles along the way. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, but at the end of these these co-op raids or dungeons, there are legendary Pokemon. And they're bringing back pretty much every legendary from Kanto all the way to uh, to Galar um, oh. as, as an option to, to be uh, collected. And on top of that, adding more legendary Pokemon, I think there's four new ones because uh, they announced... Four? Five. Um, five? They, there were quite a few because they've got uh, two oh, new Regis. Alternate forms? Oh, okay. Okay. They um, do have two Regis. That's right. Yeah. So they've got an electric Regi um, and what looks to be a dragon Regi. Um, and then they have uh, Cub Fu, um, um, which I believe is uh, just fighting. And then when it evolves, I, um, it has two alternate forms. It's either fighting dark or fighting water, whichever right. route you decide to, uh, to take it down. Which I think is, is is pretty cool that you yeah. get to choose, um, and then the other one is that the big brain deer looking thing, Calyrex. Um, yeah, Calyrex, mm -hmm. which uh, is a grass fairy. Um, so that big that's, brain deer looking thing reminds yep. me of the X Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, Xerneas. Uh, Xerneas. Um, Wait. Yeah. 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 From from X, right? Yep. Yeah. So it, it'll it'll be interesting having some some new legends to to collect some old ones and the to, three uh, birds, yeah. yeah. Oh new, my gosh, new alternate versions. You got Zapdos that, looking amazing. And yes, Moltres I think we all we all had a when we talked about this previously. I think we all had a different did, favorite. Right, I was a fan of Moltres. Zapdos for me. Yeah, and I was uh, Articuno, which yep. kind of turned out pretty cool. It, I'm glad that they're uh, bringing old Pokemon back and giving them new forms as well. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm pretty sure Trey would like to see maybe a Galar and a Nidoking. Um, yes. Granted, the picture looked very just regular Nidoking-ish, but yeah. I mean. Oh, oh for well. sure. Yeah, who knows? Um, maybe like a poison steel type, you know, it'd be kind of cool. 
I think a dark scyther would be badass. Okay. Dark type. Dark bug. Dark scyther. Yeah. Dark bug. There's not a dark bug, is there? No, but there could be. Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo. That'd be interesting typing. You could just give him a mask. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He just he just pulls down a mask. That's it. Um. Uh. And with these uh with one of the the forms that they announced, we've got a slowpoke. Which ah, oh yeah yep. which did you get I've yours seen, yet? I've seen quite a few of these slowpoke. Um, they they gave it out. Uh, you basically get one for free. Um, when they they announced everything, they said you can get get this new form in your game right now. Just update your game. And I was really excited to go home and get a new Pokemon. And I was like, you know what? I want this one to be shiny because yeah. in the the two expansions, you'll be able to evolve it into a new slow bro and a new slow king, and they look pretty sweet. Not sure what their typing is yet. Could be ghost, dark, poison. Not really sure. The the coloring is kind of purplish. So um, I'm excited and I want a shiny one. And I've been working for probably 18 hours, if not oh, do 20. Do you still not have one? Still don't have one. Oh, um, no. no idea how many eggs I've hatched. Uh, I mean, at, at this point, if I had to estimate 1,600. I was about to say fifteen hundred, but yeah, yeah, it's just kind of based on that on that time frame. It's yeah. it's painful. And then I, I go on Reddit and I see people that get it like, oh, it only took me sixty eggs. This is great. Well, I'm so happy for them. So funny, and and I thought so when I started my journey to get my edge slash right. Yeah, I thought you know what. I had the Masudo method working for me the last time. I hatched literally, I kid you not, and it wasn't I wasn't aiming for it, but I hatched seven eggs and got a shiny poltergeist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? I remember seven that. eggs. It was my seventh egg. It was literally I did one batch, it was the first egg on my second batch. It's like, damn, this Masuda method works great. Right. And I got a shiny <laughs> charm on top of that. Freaking edge of slash takes it took me 900 eggs to get edge slash. Like, it's just like, okay, yeah. okay, world. Painful. It is. It's painful. It's a grind, man. Like, and, but you, at this point, you have 18 hours in it. Do you really want to just make those be wasted? Yeah. And it, at this point, I, I've kind of, I, like, I was, I was going on it nonstop to where, like, that's all I was doing. I'm trying to, like, break it up to maybe I'll do, like, half an hour a day or something like that. That's just fair. To make it a little easier. Cause Put I was putting in, like, yeah. I was I was putting in, especially with it being OhioCon weekend, I was putting in like four or five hours in it at a time. And that sucked. Um, that's a good idea when you're waiting in line for stuff. Just sit there and <laughs> Right. Just waiting waiting in at the con. Oh, so um, just hear Trevor's show. Oh my god. Right. There it is. Um, I don't th- what other features? Were did we miss any features? I think that was the, uh, the berry oh, there's like, or the apricot. Apricot making stuff. Yes, uh, the apricot stuff coming back. If you guys remember from Gold and Silver, you uh, you got apricots, right? Like you made pokeballs with yeah. them. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see how that how that works because making one ball at a time would be a little tedious. So I'm hoping that they'll have a way to like mass produce them. Yeah. Um, uh, like making you? twenty at a time or something. Um, of course, there's gonna be new characters. So we got mustard. Mm. Who's the one who trained? Um, Leon. Uh, Leon. Leon. Yep. Yeah. And we've got the two, two other characters that are trying to become their own gym leaders, uh, which is Avery, who is the psychic type guy, and then uh, Clara, who is the poison type. Yeah. 
And depending on what version you have will depend on which one like is in your game, right? Mm-hmm. Push arrival, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shield gets um Avery and sword gets Clara. Cool. And new uh new move tutors as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually important. Yeah. Like that's that's very important. Yeah. It'll be a completely different meta uh in a couple months, I, man. I hope, man. Like I'm tired of seeing Exadrill mimic you everywhere. Every team that's all yeah. there is. That execute, exe, exe, ex, extra drill, mimic you, Tyranitar, Dragapult, Gyarados, Rotom. Yeah. Everywhere. Yep. Although I was interested in that team I, I shared this morning in Discord that had a. Yeah, at a least Weezy. it was different. Yeah. It's a good idea. Weezy. It's a good concept. Yeah. Especially with the uh, clear, clear smog, I think it is. Um, to get rid of all the stat changes. Ah, uh, yes, clear smog. Yeah. Clear smog is good. Um, it's very, it's a very, especially if someone got if someone got set up against you. That move is a lifesaver. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, all all in all, uh, I know we're excited for it. I don't really see the justification to be upset about it when you're getting um, you're getting all the content that you used to get in games. I in my opinion, you're getting more than you used to get in other games uh, for half the price. 100% um, you are. 100% you are. And no, this could, no, they never added 200 Pokemon to a game. Yeah. And this could easily be the uh, the start, just like Tim was saying. Um, this is only the the beginning for what they could add down the road. Yeah. Oh, I've like got it here. The, um, sorry. Keep, keep going. Let no, me. you're good. Uh, so the Isle of Armor will give us um, the XP charm, uh, new tutor moves, and then the uh, restricted sparring mode, which is uh, they're saying that it's going to give some of your normally overlooked Pokemon a chance to shine. So I'm interested to see how that is. Normally overlooked Pokemon. So I wonder if it has something to do with like the, the underused, kind of not, not really underused to challenge yourself to some new battles. With restricted sparring, you'll be limited in what Pokemon, or you'll be limited in what types of Pokemon you can use and forced to battle under set conditions. Give it a try. I like it. And yeah, give that'd some be of cool. your overlooked Pokemon a chance to shine. I like it. So yeah, that'd be yeah I definitely like that. And then uh, the Tundra is going to give, uh, uh, the Crown Tundra is going to give Count the uh, co-op feature. Yes. Be so How cool to be if you're just like, because, I mean, you clearly see other trainers in the wild area, mm-hmm. right? Like, you see yeah. them. They're around. How cool would it be if you enter this dungeon? It's just you you see you, your four trainers there, and you're going around, like, trying to do things together yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like, I think I think that would be a lot cooler if it's, like, if you make, like, a party of four people, and you just mm-hmm. see your four running yeah, around that's, the dungeon. Yeah, exactly. That would be really cool. Because, like, the way it is now, like, I like the wild area. I think it's a really, really cool idea. But it's just, like, you see mass amounts of people everywhere, and you're just like, eh. Yeah, and you don't. You're just like I don't. Know. You should go up to them and talk to them. They give you food. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see some other quality of life changes, um, yeah. or even some like minor patches. I know they do like hot fixes and stuff, but I would love to see, I don't know, uh, a manual refresh for stamps. Mm. You know, something like that. Um, I'm interested to see what what they can do in between these like larger expansions. Right. Mm-hmm. I think they've got an online competition going on right now too. I think so, probably. Wait, there's an wait. Is there? Mm-hmm. Another one of those, uh, like Galar Beginnings or something. Nope. And Tim just left the podcast. Tim's gone from the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I can't Um, believe that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it started like a week ago. 
hey, Tim, there's an online competition going on. Maybe you should do it. I thought you were all into this uh, VGC stuff, man. Look, I, I thought I you were all about it. I have been doing a lot of battles. Sometimes things get past me. Okay, I'm, I got our gym to defend. You know, well, it's been a very rough ride. You know, maybe if we had three trainers instead of two, we might not have lost three times. I was I was kicking back in in sunny in sunny mm -hmm. Texas, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I didn't have time to defend mm -hmm. a gym. So maybe mm -hmm. next week, or the week after that, I should say. It doesn't start till the twenty third. I'm okay. <laughs> nice, you made it in. I did. <laughs> what what is what is that? Friday, Thursday. Mm. What day? Is I don't it? know. Dates are hard. It's Thursday. It is Thursday. Ooh, good, perfect. Tim's off Thursday. I, I am actually. Yeah. <laughs> I am off Thursday. That works really well. I could tell by the way that he said that. He was like, perfect. I can, perfect. I can just play 100 matches. They, and they don't cap you either. Like, you can just play as much as you want, right? Um, I think the last one you can only do like nine a day or something like that. Like, there was a cap. Oh, gotcha. Um, but that's okay. That to me is good because then like, like. I don't just sit here and play it all day, right. <laughs> you know, like, like I have a cap, so that's yeah. not a bad thing. You need to, you know, eat and, you know, uh, yeah. move, things like that. Um, I did find out I can host things, by the way. Oh, So if we get okay. a good group of people and want to do like a, a tournament some Friday, I can host that tournament and nice. we can post the code online and anybody who uses that code can join that tournament. Are and you it able makes to spectate? It by itself. I don't know. We, I haven't done it, oh, so I don't know. But gotcha. I know I can make the tournaments. Well, that, even so that's cool. Maybe just a community night kind of thing, you know, like, hey. Maybe a, maybe FamCon. Ooh, oh, no, that would be beautifully perfect. Because we're doing a Pokemon tournament on FamCon. Like, <laughs> it was just, yeah, it's got to happen. I'm going to I'm gonna be, um, yeah. <laughs> it's rigged. Everyone's like a cape and everything. Rigged. Oh, you can you make me a cape with a Pokeball on the back of it. Just just cosplay as Leon, dude. I'm Basically, dye, that's dye what your I purple. I'm taking Ender's thing away. No, his is pink, dude. You're fine. It's all good. I need, the, I need Leon's hat. Let's make it happen. Yeah, you got to do the do pose. It. The uh... and I'll get really mad and be like, and... yeah. Oh, I'm mad. I lost, but I'm happy for you. But I'm happy for you. Here's. But Pokemon, so, yeah. yay, we love it. It's great. We do. I think they're doing great things. And Nintendo, keep it up. I'm super happy with what you announced. I can't wait to see what you have in the future. Yeah. And uh, switching switching gears a little bit to something a, a little more recent. Um, what? what? Really? Did you say Kojima? What? Am I just no. hearing things? Oh. You just like to think that Kojima's everywhere. Maybe. It looks like your Infinity Gauntlet's casting like a dog shadow on your curtains, by the way. <laughs> it's playing Shadow Puppets, okay? Let it yeah. go. <laughs> Anyways, next topic. Um, <laughs> um, so something a little more recent. It's, it, it's kind of happened over the past, I think, full week. It's been almost exactly a week, if I remember right. Um, Crossing's fault. We, we've had this, uh, this recent trend of, uh, of game delays. Yeah. Um, which isn't unexpected anymore, um, and I would say I would say for the most part, people actually, I would say this is kind of the opposite of Pokemon, to where for the most part people are understanding of game delays, and if they're truly you know passionate about the game, they're okay with waiting. Right. Um, so the I think the 
four or five that, that we're talking about here. Uh, Final Fantasy was the first um, to, to be delayed. That one was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, when is that pushed back till? So it was March 3rd, I believe, and now it's April 10th. That's it's, not terrible. So a month. Sorry, cats are fighting. Um, so yeah, only about a, a month, so not, not too bad there. Um, and then they also announced same day um, the Marvel uh, Avengers game got delayed and that was may, may. uh and now it's uh september that's okay with me too like i was wanting to play that game but that was not a game i was like super excited about like i would probably have picked it up if i had friends to play mm -hmm. it with so uh, we might dive into some of these uh, a little more um uh, individually because i think some of them have unique circumstances but um just a, a quick hit on marvel i know that one wasn't really received well at e3 um and i'm interested you know if that maybe tied into some of that um, into into that delay, um, I'd I'd say maybe one of the the bigger ones um, that was a couple days later was Cyberpunk. Yeah, um, got pushed back quite a bit, right? That yeah, that was uh, about the same as Avengers, uh, an additional month because that was originally April and now it's uh, September. Um, so yeah, the falls the falls looking a little more full, which is is a little good. We were talking earlier that the the first half of the year is a little you know it was loaded. Top. Yeah, it's kind of loaded, so. Maybe spreading it out a little bit since we're getting to the end of the uh, these console cycles. Now September's so. loaded. Yeah, exactly. Um, but not Animal Crossing. That's the one that hasn't that moved yet. With Animal Crossing walking down like the thing, like with each door, that was that right. was fantastic. Isabel's clearing the way. This is the <sighs> this is the spring game, man. Um, Good old Animal Crossing coming out. Well, the oh, the one that just happened today uh, was Dying Light uh, Two. Yes, yep. yes, and that one got pushed back kind of indefinitely. They didn't. They said that they would share news kind of as it as it comes. But unlike um, Dead Island, it's not dead, and it's for sure right. coming. Yeah, like, Dead Island was what <laughs> five years ago, six years yeah. ago that it was announced. Dead Island yeah. Two was so long ago, and it was so hyped, and they still say they're working on it. Like they they do come yeah. out and say they're working on well, it. They just Deep Silver's kind of been bounced around from different companies, though, right? Yeah, I don't know. I am. That was, I think, that was the same E3 that the very first Battlefront uh, for the next, the current gen consoles was announced. If that puts that in a perspective yeah. for you. But and like, don't get me wrong, you can't have Dead Island and Dying Light come out the same like year. I think that'd be a bad idea. Sure. Um, but we, I just want an update, man. Dead Island One was a lot of fun. It got, I mean, it wasn't amazing. It wasn't perfect, but it was a lot of fun for what it was. Yeah, it's a very good loop. Like hack and slash or with loot systems, like a Diablo zombie hack and slash. Thing. It was a lot of fun, and it was it was a sleeper too at the time. Yeah, yeah. it really was. Like you, you were probably working at GameStop just like I was, and we couldn't keep that thing in stock. No, because it was just um, good. It was fun. It was yeah. a great game to play with friends. Yeah. It was. Um, but all that being said, those those four kind of major delays. Um, kind of wanted to um kind of open up that that discussion of the the impact uh that this has um kind of on on all fronts right uh so the impact that the uh the consumers um uh, that it has on the the consumers and also maybe the uh uh the workforce as well so these uh these people that are uh putting putting these time into uh into these games because uh, there's there's always talk of uh crunch time uh, in the games industry um so just kind of wanted to uh, to see what you guys had to say about um, how these how these uh, delays kind of impact everything. What are your thoughts, Trey? Um, I mean, to me, I think if as long as they're delaying the game to make it better, like I'm cool with that. But I understand like 
the extension of like crunch time and all that stuff like that. But if this is like, maybe they delayed Final Fantasy because you know they gave them a very long break since they got so close to the the end date, and they're like, okay, you know, maybe we need to fo- like finishing, like do a couple, you know, finishing polishes. It's not going to be anything like drastic. We're just meant to make sure that we're you know, ironing out all the bugs, just making sure everything is good to go, set and ready to go at launch. We don't have to do a day one patch or anything. Just games out, bam, done. Which has been common. Day one patches have become way too common. Right. So I right. agree. Which is like, it, I mean, it bums me out, yeah, but it's like, as long as the game's coming out, I don't care. Like, it's, that's fine yeah. with me. If they delay Final Fantasy yeah. another, till next year, I'm going to be like, okay, as long as it's coming out better. Yeah, I don't, that's fine. Yeah. Right. Like, if they delay Re- Resident Evil, I'm going to be like, I'm a little, I'm going to be a little upset, but I'm just saying. I say that, that one might make me sad. That's, that's, I mean, like, it'll make me sad, but I'm not going to lie. When they, when I heard the announcement of uh, Final Fantasy getting delayed, I was like, in a little bit of depression, but I'm good. No. I'm okay. I had a guy at work that already had that week requested off uh, to, to play it. <laughs> so uh, yeah. he's, he's got to move That's that around rough. Yeah, this day and age, I kind of learned that. Until I have a definite, confirmed, solid date, no pushbacks. That's when I'll, I'll see if I can get those days off. That, that's kind of hard. That's kind of hard to get because you you can never really tell. I mean, this, this was probably the closest one was Final Fantasy yeah. um, with only being really a month and a half away. Um, you know, it, it can be up till, you know, that, that last minute really. Yeah. Um, Tim, any, any thoughts on, uh, on how these delays kind of impact everything? So kind of like Trey, like, look, as long as it's for the greater good and when the game comes out, it's fun. I'm yeah. all for whatever needs to be done. Right. Like there's, so there's, there is a line of, you don't want to delay something so much to where now the hype is gone. Right. Sure. So there, there's, you have to be careful with those. Cause then at that point, you also, at that point, it's not just affecting the people who play the game. I, I, I don't know how it affects the people who are making the games at that point. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm sure that builds stress on them as well, but I don't mind, I don't mind it happening. Like it sure. doesn't bother me unless it's been delayed like 10 times. Cause then at that point you just lose faith in it even being a real thing. Yeah. Uh, I always come back to when I think of delayed stuff, um, I know it's kind of weird, but the Bioshock Infinite DLC, uh, how like it just didn't come out till like, well, it was a long time after the game originally came out. Right. I thought you were going to say Duke Nukem at first or Duke. We don't. Mm, mm, <laughs> that's no. Um, but it took so long for the Bioshock Infinite DLC to come out to where I barely know anybody who played it. Yeah. Just because, like, the the, the hype, the, the, everyone moved on, as amazing as Infinite was, everyone moved on. Well, not everybody, but most people moved on to where once they announced that, it's like, eh, you know, so sure. you want to make sure you keep your game relevant. Um, Days Gone is another good one that it just kind of lost hype. And I know it's wound up being an okay, solid game, but it lost hype. Uh, I feel like Cyberpunk's not losing hype. Um, but at the same time, I don't feel like it's nearly as hyped up as it used to be uh, at one point. Um, so I think it's good to make sure your games come out and that they work when yeah. they come out. Yeah. Um, for sure. And that is the main priority, right? Um, as much as I love 76, it probably could have used a delay. Like, I wouldn't disagree with that. It could have used a delay. Uh, had a few more betas in there to polish some things up for sure. Um, but at this, but, but, Make sure you're not getting to the extent to where delays become the what you're known for. Sure. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and I I don't think I think at the the point in time where we're at, I don't think anyone's kind of like a um, 
like a repeat offender at this point, you know, and with, and, and kind of along, alongside that. So thinking of the, like the, the impact that it has on the developers, right? Um, cause it's, it's something that we, we kind of hear about in the, like just in, in gaming news in general, how, um, how, when it comes down to these last couple of months, they, um, they have to go through crunch time, right? Right. To where they're, they're working, um, extra hours or working on Saturdays, um, really and with no, with no overtime, right. Uh, in most cases. Um, so they're just required to work extra, no incentives. Um, I, I've heard when I was kind of doing some research, some of them have maybe some internal incentives to where maybe you'll get some extra time off, like after the game's launched, or maybe they've got um, like some giveaways or something. Like um, if you work overtime, maybe uh, you can win win some prizes or something like that. So there's there there could be some compensation in, in different forms there. But uh, regardless, I I kind of wanted to bring up the point that okay, you you have a game launching in April, like Cyberpunk, right? And you're yes. in crunch at this point in time, you're in crunch time. This is before the delay. So it comes out in April. We're in January last three months, probably crunch time, right? Cause you're, you're down to the wire. Yeah. So you're having everyone come in on Saturdays, you know, working, you know, 10 hour days, 12 hour days, whatever it is. And then you delay the game, right? So now all you're not really getting rid of uh, crunch time. All you're doing is doubling it. Right. Cause okay. come, uh, what would that be? September, August. So come this summer, like June, July, they're going to be in crunch time again. So they're, they're just going to repeat the same cycle that they're in right now. If it doesn't just uh, continue indefinitely, because there's nothing that says that, you know, it, it might just continue on from now until the game launches. Um, and there's, there's no way that, that we're going to find that this out, but I thought that's kind of an interesting point that I don't think it's, I don't think it's a healthy thing. I, I, I agree that we need to delay games to, to make sure that they're polished and, and put out quality uh, content. But I think maybe the, the resolution is waiting to, uh, waiting to announce release dates or waiting to just announce games in general um, to avoid that altogether. So if, if we say an average game takes, and I, I don't know this by any means, but we'll, let's just say it takes five years. So maybe in order to avoid crunch time altogether to make sure that, you know, these workers have, um, you know, healthy um, work-life balances, um, the game still gets polished and everything. Maybe we, the, the expectation in the industry becomes seven years. So it takes longer to complete, but, you know, everyone has better work conditions. Um, like, I agree. Like, so you got to take the, you got to take lives into matter, right? Like I, and, and, and I get what you're saying. You, I mean, and I, and I, and I feel that it, it's yes, that, that makes sense, but you also have to think of it from a business point of view, right? So you're in this and you're running a business and let's say you're a small time company yeah, and you got bought you and, and, and Activision comes to you and is like, Hey, look, we like the idea. We, we really like this game. We are going to help support this game. We're going to fund this game solely. Like, we will pay for you to make this game and publish it under our name as a publisher, right? Um, but we need to try to have it done by this time frame. Right. Are you guys okay to do that? And they say, yes, we can do that. So now you got a giant check from a publisher to publish and develop your game. You kind of accept that those terms that come with that 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 contract, right? And and it, it gets to the extent because then you start hearing about and the 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 number one example I can think of is Destiny, um, Destiny, 
I'm pretty sure Destiny, not so much what was the EA game? Anthem. Not so much Anthem. But uh, if I recall, like, so so you're on a deadline to make this game, right? So like you said, then you get all these crunch times and stuff. and And publishers don't want to delay the game but the developers deem that it needs to be done, right? Publishers want to get that shit out there because I'm sure they have some kind of, they got to make their money, they got to make money. And I'm sure they have, uh, just like any business, you have like sites, well, I don't know what the hell it's called, but goals, you, you have numbers you're trying to hit yeah, every year, right? And sure. this game that you gave millions of dollars, thousands of dollars to fund is part of said thing this year. And if that gets pushed back, you that's not, you're not going to make that money, right? So publishers clearly, I would assume, don't want to delay a game. Um, developers need to, and probably more so want to, because they want to make sure that it's their game. That's their reputation on the line. So they want to make sure when they launch something, it's as clean, polished as said can be. That way it goes, you don't have an Anthem situation. You don't have a Destiny sure. situation. Because from from what we've heard from Destiny and who who was, who, they were with Activision, right? Bungie, and because Bungie and all that jazz, Bungie yeah. left. Uh, and they made Destiny and yada, yada, yada. But you heard from the developers that Bungie or that Destiny wasn't what it was supposed to be. But the publishers made them release it early because they needed it to be released that year. Right. Sure. So because of that, we got a mediocre half ass game that wasn't even anywhere close to what it was supposed to be, according to the developers of one. the game. Destiny yeah, one. Destiny one. Yeah, Destiny one. Um, that wasn't even close to what it was supposed to be. It was still fun in its own right, but there was so much we were missing, all because the the publishers want. It's, Activision is the publisher of that, right? Like, I'm not crazy. Was. Like, they're the ones who publish it. Was yeah. Was right. So they they ru- essentially rushed the the studio Bungie to get it done, and because they got we got a mediocre game, and it sucked because. I'm sure if they had the time that they needed to make it better and great, it would have been amazing and great, right? Like, I mean, sure. I'm sure it would have been phenomenal. And I'm sure the developers, as they said, would have loved to have had that time to do that, right? Um, but again, you took this money saying we will get it done. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's it, it like, I get both sides. I really do. Like if you paid for something, Trevor, if you, if you're like, Hey, look, I need this done by, I need all this stuff with my car done by, by, by this month, because I have things I have to hit things I have to do by the following month. Can you do that? And they're yeah. like, okay, yeah. And then they come back to you like, Hey, look, it's going to take probably another month or two. And you're just like, well, I need it now. So give me something now that I can use. To get from point A to point B because I need sure. my car back. Yeah. And I I think that, um, and I, I don't, I agree with you there um, to where you, you have these expectations. And I think that's where, and I'm not trying to say I know the answer and I, I know oh, how yeah. uh, any yeah. of this works. Um, I'm just saying that I, I think the expectations need to change. Because um, if, if every, if everyone um, has this like standard expectation of, like, because there's a bunch of different stockholders in, in games, right? You've got, um, uh, like, uh, the shareholders, um, like the, the people that uh, these businesses, these CEOs, you know, report out to. Like, hey, here's where our stocks are at. Um, and here's where we're projected to be because we have this game coming out this fall. Well, whatever that looks like, you've got the consumers to uh, um, uh, to appeal to as well. There's, there's all kinds of variables that I am not educated on one bit. So the... Um, same. 
I, I just think the if we change the expectation, um, so if all the game developers, you know, they came together and they're just like, hey, this is an unrealistic timeline to expect games. We need to, and it, with the new uh, generations coming out, who knows what'll change, right? Maybe it'll get longer, maybe it'll get shorter. I don't know. But it at this point, it seems, if, it's, if this is happening kind of across the board to where games are being delayed and then it just adds more crunch time uh, to mm -hmm. these, um, you know, already overworked developers. Right. I, something something has to change. I don't I don't know what the answer is. Um, but we also don't know if it's if it's even crunch time at this point because if they're so far into development and they're like, okay, we're just going to delay the game. Like I was saying, like we're just going to delay the game just so we make sure that it's the mm -hmm. the finished product that we were wanting to to give on day one. Maybe yeah. they're just like ironing out bugs that they they just recently found. Maybe they're get like make sure like they're getting game testers in to like, play through the game, make sure everything's good. Maybe they're sure. like, giving them that portion of the production just yeah. a little bit more time. I don't know, and we'll I don't yeah, and we'll never know and all stuff. So yeah, for sure, and uh, yeah, we don't either. And there, there's never we'll never know in every situation. Mm -hmm. um, I just I know that the the CG project CD project Red CEO um, specifically said like. Um, you know, crunch, he basically said that crunch time is unavoidable. Um, now, they're they're in a different situation because they're not U.S. based. Um, mm. So their crunch time is paid. Um, so it's a little bit of a different situation. You know, at least they're being compensated for it. But yeah. still, like, I mean, Tim, you work you work retail. Um, you, you know what it's like to work Black Friday week and, right. you know, have, you know, 50 to 60 hours on, on your on your uh, pay stub like that. It's nice, but it it's exhausting. It is. It's very exhausting. Like the money, money's always nice, but you can only take so much before you're just like, okay, okay. Like yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. And, and, and that, I mean, work-life balance really across the board needs figured out. Like realistically speaking, work-life balance across yeah. the board and every, every business needs figured out. It is, it is whack. Um, it, it, it really, it, it really is yeah. like, it is, it is whack, but here balance. we are. Whack. Whack. Right. Whack. Um, and um I, I think they even tried whack. out, I, I think Microsoft, uh, tried out, um, mm -hmm. the whole, uh, four day work week. Um, and it worked out extraordinarily well from my yeah. understanding. And it, this isn't like the, the four day work weeks that we have here. Like I used to be on four by tens, you know, mm. 10 hour days, four days a week. But I think they they legit work eight hours. Yeah, like eight hour, like four eight hour days. So they did, and they said hours. production rised uh, like mm -hmm. quite quite a bit. Um, like just to imagine how nice it would be to just go into work four days and then you have this time for the things that are that really matter. Not to right. say that there there are people out there that are passionate about their jobs. I mm -hmm. I like what I do for work. Mm -hmm. um, but it, at the end of the day, that's not what I'm. Like what I'm, what matters to me is my, my friends, my family experiences, right. Building content like this. Like if, if right. I don't have time for that, then what's, what's the point, man? Right. So, no, I agree. And I thought it was interesting that production rise, like even yeah. though they took one extra day off, but you also have people coming to the work that want to work. Like you don't, you don't feel like nearly as exhausted. Like one day can do wonders for people sure. who are so used to working five. Like 
and it, I think I think that is where things should start. Like I really do. I think that's a good place to start. Is is that right there? But I'm not some big CEO making tons of money who makes these <laughs> right. rules. So maybe I'm just an idiot. But you know, it is what it is. Um, but like bring bringing it back to to the delays and stuff. I think there's a balance between understanding you have a deadline because you took that check. Mm-hmm. Like you have a deadline, you took that sure. check. But at the same time, understanding that delays will most likely happen because people need to live their lives outside of that development job. Yeah. And and look, I'm not a game developer. Maybe it's awesome. Maybe it's terrible. I don't know. Um, I'm sure it's a lot of work. I can guarantee you that much at least. Yeah. Um, and I can guarantee you people are very unappreciative of the time and effort that go into a lot of these games. Looking at you, Pokemon haters. Um, <laughs> and like, I think... Look, there are games that come out that just suck, right? They don't work well. They, they're they buggy. It doesn't work. Shit happens. But I'm telling you right now, there's not a single developer out there who makes these games just to piss off people. Right. Like, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, someone didn't put this game out there for it to be shitty just because, oh, you know, man, you wanted to be pretty sh- bad. <laughs> well, 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 but, like... Think about think about the time and effort that people put into okay. that game to make that game, yeah. right? Like it was bad. Like we can all agree, it had a great. I had a great two days with that game. It was a very fun two days. And after that two days, it was like, I, and I feel bad because I don't play it anymore because it's just not a fun game. Like I'll just say it, it's not fun. There's no end game content, but that doesn't mean people didn't spend years of their lives yeah. making this game yeah. that unfortunately just bombed. Yeah. So then you ask your question. Then as a publisher, you need to ask yourself, okay, look at Anthem. Look what just happened to that game. We They didn't give them time. They said, nah, we got to have this game out right now. And uh, they ain't doing shit. No one, they're not making money anymore. So maybe we give these people at, you know, CG, CD Projekt Red some time. Get right. That way we don't have that situation happen. Actually, best the best thing that comes out of things like Anthem is hopefully publishers see what happened when you rush a game. Yeah. Same with Destiny. Sure. You look at those games, you got the two two of the biggest games that were supposed to be and what happened to them, and you maybe step back and be like, look, we paid them to do a job. I'd rather pay them to do a good job than a rush job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... I, I feel the same because, like, uh, Beyond Good and Evil is kind of one of those. Like, they announced ah, it... yes, I completely forgot. Forever ago, and it's still in the works, but they, like, they even said, like, okay, we're going to take our time to get this right, and I was like... Good. That's all I asked for. That's Good. all I ask. They came out that one trailer. It was like E3 20, 2009 or something like that. And I was like, Can I can't see that the Ubisoft thing? Which, yeah, it was Ubisoft, yeah. I'm so mad we didn't get into that last year, Trevor. We need to make sure we do that because that was such a good time the year we went. Like that little was, Ubisoft yeah. outside party was, I mean, pizza rolls for days. <laughs> I mean, Which it's weird, it's right? Great. Because we got into it so easily. We and did. it became like, a, like an actual thing. Cause yeah. we like we legit just walked by it and we're we're like oh, we we can go in, oh cool like, yeah yeah so we got to figure that so, stuff out. Yeah, I think uh, yeah maybe for next year if they do it again, maybe try to get there a little earlier so we can get in the actual theater instead of watching it outside. Look, I'm down for whatever. Yeah, either way it was fun. Yep. But uh, all I'm saying is give me Splinter Cell. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <Ubisoft>. delayed. <laughs> <laughs> they announce it uh, delayed. Delayed. Doesn't even have like, doesn't have like a year. Just says delayed until whenever. Delayed indefinitely. Oh, that would be the worst. Yeah. 
yeah. but it would happen to me. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, but it's the way I feel like Beyond Good and Evil. It, it's cool. Like I'm, I'm good with waiting. I've been waiting since 2009. Same thing with Final Fantasy VII. Just yep. take the time you need. If you need to give your people a break for a hot minute to make that a delay, that's fine. I don't care. Like as long as the game comes out the way they want it to be delivered to us, I'm completely fine with it. If Kingdom Hearts 4 is delayed for 10 years or 40 years, I don't care. If I see something for it that's like in the works, I'm going to be like, thank you. That's it. Well, and games come out so frequently nowadays. Like, I almost miss the time where there were laws between big titles. You know what I mean? Like, I used to be able to spend months on one game and be just fine like right. back when you got to move on out. to the next thing yeah like my we did that, that decade thing right that on yeah. for microsoft for xbox i spent like 700 days in gears of war 2 yeah and let me explain something to you the multiplayer in that game was amazingly fun and it's the laggiest of any game i've yeah. ever played <laughs> like but i still put seven hundred days into that game because that's what we had and we made do with it and it was great it also introduced horde mode but you know it sure. was a fun time and we and, and that's just what we did we we were okay with that like i'm okay with that look i've been on pokemon for three months now and i don't really have a need to jump off it right away i mean realistically speaking the next big game i'm looking forward to outside of animal crossing because that's like that's not one of those games i'm just gonna dump you know like 10 hours into on one day because yeah. you, just, you just can't but yeah. it's you know whatever i caught it's resident fish evil today 3. i'm done yeah yeah but resident evil 3 and that's not until april and i'm okay with that yeah yeah we got doom but i'll get doom and play through it but i'm not like a doom hoarder like some i love doom and i'm excited for it. i got my helmet coming and everything yeah but resident it just, 3. it couldn't compete with animal crossing man they they're like we we can't wait did this. that get that didn't get pushed back no doom no it's not coming out the same day, isn't it? It's March still. I'm almost oh, positive it? it's still March. Oh. I can't, okay. You can't knock back Doom. Just announced. <laughs> um, Oops. Because with Resident Evil, not only do I get this lovely, glorious campaign I can't wait to play, uh, we get Project Resistance, baby. Can't wait. Can't Project wait. Resistance. I'm going to be on that. I'm going to be the best person ever. Hey, man. Go pro. Go pro on Project Resistance. Yep. Turmoil Resident Evil Resistance. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. here we go. Here we go. <laughs> well, cool. That was a. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we were able to discuss that because that's yeah. that's something that's definitely been kind of on everyone's minds. I think since yeah. there were so many in such a short time frame. Um, yep. which I, I think we can like like we've discussed the past you know half hour. It, it's good, but I think there can definitely be in, improvements made to oh, the, sure. the process. A hundred percent. I know. Uh, all of the. At least from, from my understanding, a lot of like the Asian companies are pretty pretty tough about that, about like crunch time and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, oh yeah, well, let's, I hope it's I hope it's gotten better. I hope like the reason for the delay was, you know, them making this better for everyone. Yeah. You know, developers, employees, producers, whatever. Hopefully, yeah. it's just good for everybody. Yeah. Because they're about yeah, to make we- a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. Hopefully the uh, the people that um, you know put the the hardest work into it see that see that return right. on investment for sure. Well, that was a that was a great great and uh, sexy topic for 
episode oh. 69 69 i'm glad we were able to uh to get that get that uh that episode out there um i don't think we really have another that, that was probably the coolest milestone we'll ever hit so i, I think we this is probably our last podcast I'm just just ended it here 69 <laughs> that tim's looking at me like right in the eye when he says that it's really creepy um but no we'll uh we'll be back in uh in two weeks with episode 70 um excited for an, another great year of podcasts with you guys um i'm sure it'll be an exciting one well uh all, all we're gonna just talk about animal crossing uh, after march so yeah it's gonna that. be like you know who's tom nook is better who's got the, <laughs> who, who gets the frog seat you know right who gets froggy chair dude um but yeah we'll we'll be back in two weeks appreciate you guys listening thank you so much um if um you can listen to all of our previous episodes on uh, Spotify, YouTube, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you want. Um, and we we appreciate you uh, you supporting this. Uh, if you if you guys do want to, uh, Trey's changing his camera right now. Sorry, I don't know. What's uh, <laughs> um, if you guys uh, have any ideas uh, for things you want us to talk about uh, in the future, uh, let us know in Discord. <laughs> let us know in the uh, the comment section. Um, I will be ready for you. I appreciate it, guys. We'll see you uh, next episode. Later, everybody. Thanks. Thanks for listening to FamCast. Be sure to subscribe for the latest episodes and follow us on Twitch, Twitter, and our other socials at For All Mankind.